Hello, you're listening to Extra Credit. The internet isn't helping, and it hasn't been for 100 episodes. <laughs> Sorry, that was really Tonight... good. <laughs> I used it in all three. Tonight, we're going to be hearing from the middle group, the people who were part of Extra Ugh. Credit for a little bit of the beginning <laughs> and, a, and have made it through toward the end. I mean, that's what you are. I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Um, where last time we spoke to the people who were here at the from the very beginning, and next time we will be talking to those who joined towards the end. So, what's unique about this group is that they were part of what we consider sort of a transitional phase. Um, our early episodes were very uh, were very unique and kind of slapdash style that eventually needed to be streamlined and so this group was effectively part of that streamlining from beginning to end oh, uh yeah. so tonight we have uh was biathan what up the heavenator the avenue and chai tea latte <laughs> Nihal. and of oh, course man. me shell game except this time but me I'm going to be giving my reading as well, because this is the group that I occupy as well. So, yeah! I don't, I don't, are we supposed to cheer? You can do whatever you like. I cheer. Hell yeah. How did uh, being part of that whole transition feel? What was it like? Uh, what, do you, if anything, do you have to say about it? And what do you think of the show now? Uh, I like the show now. <laughs> Um, I, I'm glad. yeah, no, I personally find it more difficult to listen to earlier episodes, uh, because they're so very, very rough. Um, mm. and it's just not as fun to listen to as the newer episodes, which are very like, they, they just have the good jokes. What you're not hearing is like the 10 million bad jokes we make. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate it much more. It makes me look much more intelligent. <laughs> And funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's buy them. They, I recall you were in uh, an episode of, or two early on, earlier on, but uh, then the, took a sort of a break. And then I remember asking you back for the yep. uh, the adult privilege episode. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was um, R slash McGick. I think we were both on. Yeah, on. it was the, right, I think right. it's, I think the episode is like, Extra credits, McGiggle Mystery Tour, something like that, is the first one we were on together. I think the the reason we weren't on as much is because the old um, showrunner thought of a thought of me and Eve as like a package deal. I and see. So she, <laughs> yeah, no. So like, I think like all the early episodes were like, Eve is on. I'm also on because we just got like stuck together because we showed up at the same time. And wrote I mean, docs together. Turn in them. Yeah, you write you write docs together, so it can be easy to see how that happened. Yeah. That could. Happen. I thought you were lifelong friends. Uh, well, no, I wouldn't say lifelong. <laughs> lifelong. But we are like best friends on the internet. Yeah. Also yeah. in real life, like he was gonna be my uh, person of honor at my wedding. Noise. So, like, yeah. Just gonna get real for a moment. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I guess I can. You want me and Eve to talk about how we met? I don't know if that's interesting to people. 
I mean, why not? And uh, Heave, uh, you can also talk about... It looks like you were both on Fringe Knowledge for Dummies also. Oh, it's a, it, I think a couple. I, I don't remember all of them. We wrote a couple docs for like, extra credit, right? Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Uh, the Geek we did uh, specifically as a thank you for being invited to the community. Yeah, we oh. we were invited as like a package deal, and then we were like, we should say thank you for being invited. So we uh, <laughs> did a terrible thing for people, I guess. I think <laughs> this is a bad yeah, thank you. And but that was like 2016. Yeah, it was, it was a hot minute. And then it, I, I remember this because... I was quite obsessed with Destiny at the time, and I bought that yeah. game in 2016. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, Would you, you say it was fate? If you say it, Destiny, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, how how we met is we're both huge nerds, and yeah. we met through Let's Play on yep. Something Awful. 2010-ish? Um, Question mark? I, Oh, you More just... like a, eleven because that's an early reg and... date. <laughs> I <laughs> try not helping. <laughs> oh, that's that's really good. <laughs> and yeah, um, we could we could figure this out for when Kalon Zombie started his um Ratchet and Clank all for one. Let's play. God, yep. Because. I got in, met Kalon through that, and he brought me in to what would later become a Discord group. We, oh, fuck him, Docs and everyone here that we refer to as Hank. Yeah, uh, we actually and shared a mutual this friend. This was Skype, though. Yeah, before Kalon, we shared the mutual friend, Great Joe, which he listens to this, so I'm officially giving him a shout out. Hi, Great Joe. Hi, Joe. Uh, Joe's pretty cool. Hi, Joe. Um, and I think... <laughs> I think, um, like, he and I talked for a bit, and then, like, one day, they were just like, hey, do you want to be in an episode of my, um, LP of Jack and Dexter 3? And I was like, yeah, but I'm not watching it, and I'm going to be drunk. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so it, It's perfect. And I just, that's, that's how I do videos, is, yeah, fuck it. Uh, blowing off, like, the dust of time, uh, at one point, we're going to do an LP of, uh, Ruby? Of bad video game and also a bad fucking anime but it collectively killed uh, us wby yeah <laughs> um and then i don't know and as a lot of stuff just hanging out a lot we got from the sort of acquaintances in a group chat to getting closer talking one-on-one -on -one. yeah uh my whole messy coming out process yeah. was part of that oh, yes um I came out on oh boy. drunk off my ass on a live stream. Yep, and I was so <laughs> I was there the entire time, metaphorically holding their hand. Um, what a way to do it! Uh, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I'm I'm not smart. No, no, it's <laughs> no, and it's um honestly like at some point I think we both realized that like we're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> um, because cause a very common thing with Eve and I is like one of us will like make a joke and then the other one goes god damn it I was just gonna make that joke it's <laughs> weird I've never yeah. until I met uh, Eve I've never met anyone that was just like got what I was saying <laughs> or whatever or how I thought uh, I don't know 
we we have very complementary senses of humor. Yes. In that they're the same. Uh, One of the early things we did that sort of grew us together as friends was we are both into Weird Internet, VF Plus. Yep. So it's like I had previously done a doc. I got past a link by the DM in my long running D&D game. (laughs) I put a doc together and Joey's like, hey, you've done this before. Uh, Let's do this together. Yeah, that was... So we just started Googling around for dumb shit. <laughs> I, googled, nice. I Googled the objectivist diet, and then I found uh, the Randy and Superman doc, which was our first doc together. <laughs> nice. And like, specifically how I knew we were good friends is after we compiled that doc and we were happy, we just spent like an hour and a half going off on an insane riff on our own. <laughs> yep, for, for literally no reason. I actually think I referenced yeah, I, the rift in my F-plus profile. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, um, something about the shop teacher, uh, how to, like, sand and polish up your dick to a nice shine. <laughs> <laughs> this is just jokes for me and Eve. Thanks, Eve. <laughs> Whereas, you yeah. know, if you have a uh, wooden... If someone you know has a wooden vagina, you're going to want to lacquer. <laughs> no, 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 actual dick. Not wooden. Yeah, not, not metaphorical wood dick. Actual dick. I mean, first you have to fill in the uh, dance with fawn, though. So Ugh. that actually <laughs> leads into the question that I wanted to ask anyway. Was your, um, for both of you, was your sort of interest in internet awfulness, atrocity tourism, whatever you want to call it. Was that something that you both met each other with already established? Was it something you grew into over time after you met? Or uh, what What got you into that? I think I think Heave is the one that linked me to the F Plus originally, if I recall. I was just talking about weird internet shit and they were like, hey, there's a podcast you should check out. I was like, okay. And then they showed it to me. I was like, Oh, this is stuff I think about constantly. <laughs> uh, so I think it just blossomed from Eve literally going, hey, do you share my sickness? And I was like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like it, it, a lot of shit for me started from something awful. And I could trace yep. that further back. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I could say, oh, I, it was on uh, Neopets browsing uh, custom store pages, oh which are batshit insane. Uh, that I got into Game Facts, which that place is terrible, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I discovered a lot of bad fan fiction on that forum. <laughs> um, then I got into Gary's Mod, so I got onto Face Punch, which was trying to be something awful white. Uh, that was a forum where I found out way before the F Plus did this the real life Digimon people. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Everyone forgets about Frostmon. A person from that <laughs> website found out about Face Punch, and they joined Face Punch, and I think they eventually became a mod on Face Punch, so that's bad shit. Oh it's the, the first time I saw pictures of someone literally eating their own shit. Uh, Ugh. Why? Why? Uh, we we, all, had that. we all had that lifetime hallmark, that, that moment where... <laughs> I mean, you just, and you just see it. It's the first time. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mine discovered... is um, uniquely horrible, though. <laughs> discovered mine LP, is linked to my cetera, reading that I've brought. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, okay. So, my my story is very simple. My uh, 
mother was also a person that shared my sickness and weird shit. Oh, wow. She was, like, the oh, no. only one in my family. So, like, I never... I'll probably explain this. Sorry, go ahead. I never I never knew that. I didn't know that this was a multi-generational thing for you. Yeah, my mom, um... Okay, so, this is somewhat related, but... <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, my mother would frequently, like, buy like books she thought were weird and read them to me for a bedtime story and so like that's how my i read every single nancy drew book is my mother would like read the books to me and then afterwards we'd sit there and like rewrite them basically so i've somewhere i think wow. i've still got like a couple nancy drew books with like notes and it's just like this is dumb and this is bad and that evolved to her like Hey, do you want to see this weird internet thing I found? Why is it work today? Not having taxes? And then I'd be like, yeah, sure. Holy and shit. This, I was not in high school when this started. I was like in middle school. So I was like fifth or sixth grade. Um, and like trying to talk to kids about like, hey, have you heard about this weird guy named John Titor? And they'd be like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's just oh. been oh man, just been how I've been. That's amazing. Yeah. The the only thing my mother got me into is my murder uh, <laughs> mystery okay. obsession. Okay. Oh, okay. sorry, that's an awkward pause. <laughs> In my murder. She really got me into mystery. just murdering people. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh God. Norman. It, it, yeah, another thing bad is had a knack <laughs> for it, finding terrible porn by searching innocuous words. In the early days of Google. Oh boy, uh, Google was real bad. Ah, uh, God. Yeah. So, Chai. Yes. Um. Oh, before I forget, I did want to point out at the very end of the last part. Uh, everybody, I, I, uh, I was saying thank you to all of our listeners and saying a thank you to the people who listened to us in the Something Awful thread. And then I think some somebody over there started going on about how you know. Ah, whatever, fuck goons. We don't need any of them. And I said, oh, okay. Well, join us next time when everybody who was a goon comes on to our show to talk about their <laughs> experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know that I was ever a goon. Uh, it, it was you, foundational. You're influenced pretty heavily by something. Fair enough. Well, but all... And actually, that uh, does bring me to my question. What was your onset towards... Uh, atrocity tourism the internet of horrible horrible things i know that you and i mean you know we all know that you have you know other podcasts you've been on and one you run ephemera and they all tend to deal why with... would i deny the world this voice <laughs> oh, they all tend to deal with very um uniquely internet things yeah so... that's like my that's my interest i would say my hobby yeah okay well go ahead and uh, let us know how you got into that Okay, so uh, I would say that, can I get a little personal? Sure. Okay, so when I was a kid, I, w I grew up in the developing world, in Indonesia. And we had very, very, very slow internet for my entire childhood. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up in Europe or the West or anywhere with, like, a real solid, like... My dad was an early adopter of tech type stuff. Uh, he bought a $5,000 computer oh. once and he was so excited because he was a computer salesman 
and he was selling he used to sell computers for twenty five thousand dollars and he was like five thousand dollars we gotta wow uh, and wow. he was an he okay. was an early adopter on a lot of other stuff and definitely like he and i built my first pc together you know nerdy dad type stuff hmm. uh but additionally uh when i was a kid i found his piss fetish dvds uh, whoa 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 oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah I mean, okay. I mean all right took a turn i wasn't expecting but please continue. well so there was all the video game dvds were in oh boy don't like this a black folder um in one drawer of the desk uh and in the oh, opposite boy. side of the desk was another drawer. Hi. And it had two black folders. And one of them was that. I hate this knowledge. Thing I said. <sighs> wow. Oh, I hate this curse you put on me, Chad. What Thanks. a strange place to keep it. Well, it was in the study, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, but I mean, it? like, I, what I mean to say is that, so... On one side of the ta- of the the desk, there was like a collection. I have to explain. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> there, we're talking fifty plus DVDs. Holy fucking Whoa. shit! What? Well, these are all bootlegs, but I'm so, like, going on, on one side of the desk. You've got your games in a little, you know, little black folder that you just keep stuff in. So you would be going there all the time. And then the yes. other one. Sorry, sorry. Please continue. Uh, anyway, oh so that I think. Was kind of my early introduction to sexuality, which is something I've always had a interesting relationship with. Huh. Uh, we, we don't have to get into that one. But uh, additionally, uh, I was very much like a nerdy kid without very many friends. And I was interested by the things that were available to me online. Hmm. And... That morphed into being really interested in ways that I was able to express myself and how I envisioned myself online, mm-hmm. which led to a fascination with the ways that other people do that. Oh. And I think that what really fascinates me and what kind of drives my unique lens on the subject is that I think I want to... Like you said, internet atrocity tourism earlier. The phrase I like is weird web. Two W's. And I think it's an old essay term, uh, but from the weekly web, I don't know. Uh, It is weekend, wasn't it? Weekend web. Thank you. And that is also formational (laughs) for me. No, it's good. You're calling out my bona fides. but I, I think that I'm I'm very into this new form of communication and what it means for us fundamentally as people. And then I like to make jokes about it. Yeah. And just kind of naturally, you not only would stumble across things that are fascinatingly odd, you'd also... Oh, I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd I also find things stuff. that are fascinatingly um, questionable. <laughs> I also want to say to Chai that uh, I had dial-up until 2010, so I'm also nice. on the train with you of, like, 
not having good internet. I remember very Text much enjoying ro- Angel. Literatica. <laughs> shy. <laughs> that's how. That's the speeds we're talking. If I wanted to, as a kid, yeah. if I wanted to watch a music video, say Mika Lollipop, um, I would have to load the video and come back three hours later yes. to play the oh, song. God. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 And this was pre-YouTube days. Yeah. No. It's uh, even when YouTube was out, I was not. So like, I lived lived in the middle of like the country in Ohio, like. Mm. To run cable up to our drive up our driveway would have cost somewhere like a thousand dollars, so my father was just like, "No." <laughs> so like <laughs> several times during my childhood, I couldn't remember my dad coming into the uh, shared computer room, which was just in the living room, and going, "Get off the damn internet! I gotta use the fucking phone." Uh, <laughs> wow. Because he also refused to pay for a dedicated phone line just for our shitty dial-up internet. Um, it's really good, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, here, um, 2000, I want to say 8, I finally got it, but I, I finally got something set resembling a faster internet. I got a, got a nice little DSL connection going. Um, nice. It, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, but up until then, it was everything that my uh, parents would actually pay for and we lived like our city's not it's not a big city but it's not a small city it's it's just you know in between and we for whatever reason we were right next to the center of town and we were not wired no nobody on our street was wired so so when they called when they asked they said well no you'll have to pay to wire the street and they were like fuck that yeah, so that's I would wow, play. So, uh, yeah. I played World of Warcraft wow. on dial-up. <laughs> wow, why? Uh, oh. Because I had very little to do and very few friends, and uh, I liked that internet thing too. <laughs> when I was in high played school, a lot of RuneScape. We had a good. I played a lot of RuneScape when I was in high school. We had a good football team, and the quarterback was this huge WoW fiend. So he made everyone on the football team raid with him after school. And they had a guild. Shut up, nerd. It's football guild. Oh my god, that's awesome. That's it's really good. good. Shout out, BP. Yeah, that, uh, dude, that's a personal bugbear, but video games have always been super popular. Shut up, nerds. You're not oppressed. Yeah, no. Uh, also true. But like, like what, what a way to use your social capital. <laughs> yeah, make everyone. We're all going horde tonight, fuckos. Now, I feel like the asshole here because I had dial-up for a while, but my family was relatively early adopters of cable internet. Oh, lucky, <laughs> lucky ducky. Yeah, I had a. I we had a we had a thing where uh, we would disconnect after four hours. Um, so Fuck, I always what? had to time myself to make sure that I wasn't, like, in a dungeon or something in the middle, uh, where oh four hours God. was going to end, because That's I insane. would, and it, I still, I didn't do it very well, because there were plenty of times where I was like, oh shit, oh God, I'm sorry, I'm gonna disconnect, but I'll be right back, I promise. <laughs> Please don't That's kick really me. Good. Uh, yeah, uh, The Sims Online was less problematic, that, uh, ran very oddly, <laughs> and I don't think most people remember it even existed. 
but how could you play the sims online okay uh it was just a big social experiment with the sims and it was actually kind of uh it was actually kind of insanely just it's it's such a bunch of insane memories like i remember the most one of the most popular places to be was this gigantic lot with a whole with a whole bunch of (laughs) dance cages uh built a base a whole bunch of dance cages and, and uh, uh, buffet tables, oh, and they played a game where they had to, where you had to keep the maid there the entire time, so you had to dirty up dishes to make sure she kept on cleaning and cleaning and cleaning. And uh, there were people there who had mastered uh, cooking and charisma, so they were able to revive you if you died, nice. because that was a thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> and... incredible. And, and just like you just hung out and l- learned uh, learned skills and you could make money by doing these weird little uh, side job things. And I, I bought myself a little telemarketing kit and was uh, was uh, in my little relaxation lot, just kind of, you know, waiting, letting people come by, re- re- regroup, get their needs back up and then go back out and party again. It was so weird. <laughs> That's some habo hotel shit, actually. Yeah. Oh man, Chai. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, didn't I? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say that The Sims Online is an anagram for He Let Simon Sin. Oh my wow. god! Nice. <laughs> I meant I. I meant though. I think I interrupted your story. Oh, where? It doesn't matter. Um, I'm weird. Yeah, I like you, weird Simon. people. I think that <laughs> they're attractive. There you go. Okay, cool. Um, and because no one else has gotten this yet, I'm going to go through mine. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I, I di- it doesn't fit in either of the other episodes, but also this is when I came in amongst you guys. The latest oh, yeah. of you guys. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, let's see here. I guess... Uh, so, as I just explained, I did do a lot through the internet uh, earlier on when I was just about time I was graduating high school and afterward and beyond. I one of my uh, first forum, one of my first forum experiences was a small Final Fantasy based role play community. Holy shit. <laughs> and what? Nice. my first experience with drama was being invited to an aim chat group. <gasps> To talk about how some these some of the people there were just really annoying and constantly being OP and just trying to take over scenes. And for the first time in my life, I was one of the cool kids. (laughs) I'm so happy for you. (laughs) It was amazing because I made the most ridiculously boring character with the most stock background, but they still wanted me. Because nice. I didn't uh, take, because I didn't take over scenes, um, but uh, <laughs> so from there I was I, I would dig around through their more social posts, and I would find just little snippets of strange things from the internet here and there. This whole new thing called that were called memes, <gasps> memes, memes, and. Maybe. Just kind of absorbed yep. it. I was like, I don't understand this, but I guess this is a thing people do. I mean, 
you, you say means, but at the time they were very distinctly image, image macros. macros. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, I and I, I used to be a real stick in the mud about that, but we lost. Yeah, you did. You lost. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, I used to draw the distinction as well, not necessarily out of ideological purity, <laughs> but just because that's what I was used to. Uh, I mean, I just still catch myself calling them emoticons. <gasps> but yeah, those are actually, different. I they are, yeah, they kind of are. I yeah, but really people don't. When people use them wrong, but I mean, people don't make that we lost that too. anymore. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Kids Kid these Smith. days. <laughs> anyway, um, where I ended up actually, and where I started out really dedicating myself to finding just awful stuff was Live Journal. Nice. So <laughs> I loved reading people i loved reading dramatic like live journals and arguments about art and so forth which also brought me over to deviant art and i was just sort of hopping back and forth for the longest time just like following these people who were very very indignant about how their art was great and it was going to get them and their their like flat-headed anime OC was going to get them and get them through what? college and they were going to be a mangaka and also right. and also I converted oh uh 2D from the uh, fucking uh the gorillas to Christianity and <gasps> just what? all sorts of stuff it was it was amazing and and like I have fuck? I have so many old pictures cuz I just I just loved the concept of bad art which Everything wrong yeah. with it just kind of jumping out at you and you just absorb it and you're like, that's supposed to be this, but it's not, but I still can't look away. Which eventually brought me to things like characters from the uh characters from the Pixar movie Cars, but with their draw with their anatomy fully drawn. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, people do this too. Oh, and I just and so I just yeah I, yeah um, oh. I, yeah so I knew about fucking the car hot for a while. Insane to me. So a lot of stuff just came out of that, and then I discovered that there were also just uh, obviously when those com when like the communities who would uh, who eventually I fell in with who would go looking for this stuff well they were also internet people and they would also end up arguing with each other and splinter groups <laughs> would pop off and start going <laughs> oh, that's so this happened today and I would just follow them I didn't even say anything I just followed them along I just you know lurked my way through to my little addiction and and it was just something. And what really sealed the deal was one night I had a, I, my, a friend of mine from high school who I later moved in with, moved in with some other friends. I went in, I, I visited their apartment and one of her roommates and I got to talking. We got to talking first about how uh -huh. hilarious the internet could be and you know she took me back into her room we read through a bunch of like we just kept looking through a whole bunch of stuff laughed about <laughs> laughed about it got over it then when everybody else went to bed we kept doing it and we ended up back in her living room and we spent the entire night complaining about our mutual friend <laughs> We, we just like so i mean i don't really it started like i don't really want to you know uh 
I don't know. I don't want to like be anything but bad. It's just, but... but it's just if you ever noticed when they, you know, and then it just we just went off, and the next thing we knew it was six in the morning. Uh, so we went out for breakfast, right. and we continued. <laughs> nice, That's yeah. yeah. Through that friend, I ended up stumbling across because we she shared the passion of uh, bad art. Um, I ended up stumbling across a comic called uh, Black Blood Alliance, and it's very dramatic huh? author Kay Fedewa, which was not her real name. She was very white. You don't say. And uh, we stumbled across uh, a parody of her comic that poor tax of the F plus yeah. had thrown together. Whoa. And I, we went through, we loved it. It was just, it was great. It was like, this is everything wrong with this comic. And it's just, un it's just saying it blatantly and it doesn't care. I love it. Um, I kind of went over to uh, uh, Portal of Evil for a little bit, just like, because I was like, oh, that's where she's from. I'm going to go look around. And I kind of looked around for a while. I was like, oh, this is neat. I don't know if I want to stay here, though, because uh, first off, it's it was a little, eh. And then secondly, I had the attention span of, well, I've already lost interest in finding out what I had the attention span of. <laughs> but it always stuck with me. And... The really honestly, but the the years in between that and getting here were just more of the same, but escalating and uh, gradually moving from live journal to everywhere. <laughs> oh, <sighs> so that was fun. Can, uh, can I ask a question of everyone? Sure. Do you remember what your first F plus episode was? No idea. Uh, yes, I actually do. And why? Uh, I guess. It's the bug one. It's the bug one. The bug oh, one no. where they oh, put the maggots oh, on their dicks oh, and they maggot sound. Yeah, dick I remember bugs. It because I was like, Oh, I don't want to. This is bad. I should listen to more of it <laughs> because I make bad choices and I'm glad I did. Yeah, that's that. That is that poster brain. <laughs> really um, fucking... I, I need Ugh. a clarification because do you mean. What was my first episode, period? Or what was the first episode that was new that I listened the to? first one that you listened to. Oh. Like, the first one, period, yeah. Oh, okay. I listened, well, I listened to What Did Adonis Say? Or, yeah, the, I listened to the first one. You, you're one of those nerds. I mean, oh, wow. yeah! It's wow. not good to do. So. I had to listen to something in order. I... I had just, I had heard about it. Uh, I always get the order mixed up, but it involved some combination of um, it involved some combination of I don't even own a television and uh, Sunday school dropouts and uh, oh Sunday the, school dropouts uh, yeah, history like honeys. Oh yeah, you went to my reverse podcast order. Yeah, I'm in the yeah. I did the reverse podcast order from everyone here, uh, and then I I heard I heard about it, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give that a try. And then after the first twenty or so episodes, Portax uh, Portax had showed up twice. So I was like, wait a minute, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so it's hooked. And just my first episode goes back into my poor reason I'm have posters brain oh boy it's the one of the tv tropes mark freds on essay had i'm, I'm sure i got like, it from something like that as well 
Yeah. Yeah, they linked the TV Tropes episode. So I listened to it. And it's like, oh, hey, this is my exact brain disease. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I realized that, too, when I started listening. Wait, Same. oh, no, Absolutely. this is what I've been Same. doing for, like, 100%. 15 years. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... That's another thing. But... I just want to say, and this is to show, but also to everyone listening... It's amazing what a great community has been built around, you know, a podcast about, hey, the internet's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I agree. And I very specifically want to thank you, Sean, your role for curating this community. Oh. Shucks. I, I mean, sort of indirectly because of it, I met my best friend and my boyfriend, so. Huh. Well, you know... You got a good head on your shoulders. I'd like to <laughs> yeah. hope so. Thanks, kid. <laughs> no. Kid? Oh, heck. Well, well, gosh dang it, then, huh? Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was trying to do Casablanca. Thank you. I appreciate oh, it. I uh, Frank and Chai and I have been watching uh, Deep Space Nine, and we got to an episode where they just did Casablanca and ever since then. And then they quoted Casablanca again! They love it! Which, honestly, I respect them for. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's fun. I liked huh. it. Yeah. Um. So, I asked all of you to bring a reading. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead, and I'm going to start with you, Les Biathan. Yeah, what up? Okay. Why don't you go ahead and give us your reading? Yeah, let me um go to this channel here and I'll post this. I go ahead and click that, maybe? I'm hopeful. Okay, this is the um first weird internet thing my mother showed to me. Um so This it's is a John- classic. Yeah, this is this is classic internet. I didn't discover it until um like 2003, late 2003, early 2004. I don't quite remember. Uh, I was in middle school. My mom showed it to me. It's John Titor, which if you don't know who John Titor is, he's like the granddaddy of all insane internet time traveler guys. Um, yeah, he's he's amazing. 2001 QAnon. Yeah. So, God, this was originally posted in between 2000 and 2001 before 9-11 happened um and you would think that the time traveler john titer would mention that but he does not so uh yeah my mom showed this to me <laughs> well by 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 his time it actually is a much less big well, we're gonna learn about what happens, happens well john i think Tider's you'll find that worry. he had a rule <laughs> yeah there's you will explain some shit um okay all right all right so uh yeah, my mom showed this to me over, like, I, I just came from over from school, and, like, she showed this to me. Um, and I've curated it down to, like, the first, like, three pages of his original post. with, And I've, I've assigned it to readers, um, because Shell said I could. Um, so I will yep. be taking on the role of John Titer. Keeve, I've highlighted you in your very good pink color. Shell, you're red. <laughs> and Chai, you're blue. Um, oh, I'm going to put readers in mine as well, but uh, just when we get there. Yeah. Okay. So, Thank you. Uh, we don't have to read all of it, and Shell, you're way more experienced at this than I am, so just tell me when you would like me to skip, but um, 
Okay. There's some stuff I would very much like this isn't to that long. get to. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you, got, you got to get into a good size. Yeah, so this is um, some of his later stuff. He originally posted on something called like Time Traveler Net or whatever, and he got laughed off there. So he posted somewhere else and got laughed yeah. off there. And this is, I think, like his third or fourth, like very bog standard post on some sort of whatever time travel shit. There's a million of them. So uh, I just want to say. When you get law, when you get laughed off of the time travel forum, yeah, like what does that really say about you? So we're gonna maybe see why he got laughed off, and at the end of this, I'm gonna post a special treat, which is John Tider's military insignia for the time traveling corps he oh, comes god. from. Um, oh god! Oh yeah. fuck! I remember and this. I just found this today, so I'm very excited. He also did oh. post, I think, plans of his. Uh, time travel machine that are stupid. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to post those because they're stupid. Uh, greetings! I'm a time traveler from the year 2036. I'm on my way home after getting an IBM 1 or 5,100 5, computer system from the year 1975. My nice. time machine is a stationary mass temporal displacement unit manufactured by General Electric. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> The unit is powered by two top-spin, dual-positive singularities that produce a standard offset Tipler singuloid. I will be happy to post pictures of the unit. Sign you signed. Um. So yeah, John Tider, I think he's going to explain why he needs a chip from like 60 years ago when this posted or whatever. So, uh, Heave, please. Oh, this is like coming home. Right? Christ. So, Heave, you're Kevin Spooner. <laughs> Hey, I'm Kevin Spooner. Question. And just an obviously curious note. If you were returning from the 1970s to 2036, oh, that's 66 years. And you are using a time travel machine. Why on earth wouldn't you just per chance stop in 2001, oh, let alone have a web Yeah, this is what he set up a... This is when he set up, like, a GeoCities for himself. Uh, nice. sorry, continue. <sighs> Answer welcome. Hmm. I didn't know time travel had resting stops between scheduled trips. Hey, I'm not gonna disbelieve on that basis. <laughs> Just curious. Yeah, 2001 is a classic rest stop on the highway of time. Yeah. So, I'm John Tider again. My initial flight was from... 2036 to 1975, 61 years. I then went from 1975 to 2025 years. Later this year, one of two favorable windows will open, and I will be able to return 2036, 35 <laughs> years. I am here for personal reasons. The webpage is not mine. I have been speaking online for about three months, and the page is a collection of the various documents and pictures I have sent to other individuals. Also, I realize there is no way for anyone to be sure with, to believe me with absolute certainty, so I hope I'm at, at least entertaining. You may be interested to know that even in 2036, there are a large number of people who don't believe in time travel. Are you wow. sure the world is round? Mm. <laughs> I just want to explain. I just want to. Okay, so the way that he's uh. describing uh, time windows or whatever. Yeah. immediately made me think of Ultima 4 and their moon <laughs> gates. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, John Tyner's fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I just love the... To oh, be 
fair to him. He, I'm not an analyzer in his pocket. God, yeah, I also yeah. just there are, there are scientific parallels you can draw, but I just it. really love the. Are you sure the world is round? Like, oh, okay. Is John Tyner a flat earther? You got a point there. I mean, yeah, we can easily no, prove that with two sticks. Like, are you I know sure what he's the world saying. is it's round? Just, this like, is very good. Even in your time. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Uh, Anyways, Steve. Hmm. Unhappy. <laughs> Why do you just post that? That's out of sentence. Yeah. No. Uh. This form yeah, that it was on or whatever that. would make you, like, has an option to put in how you're feeling when you post, which is... Oh, like live journal. Yeah, peak old oh, internet. Oh, you're saying it's like your, your pester chums. Ugh, shut up, Julie's no. Julie's favorite homestuck. No, just read your damn <laughs> reading, goddammit. Mm, I'm happy. I visited your web page and it immediately struck me with those photos. Possessive. You claimed to have put there or made available uh, or believe I mean, in. I think he probably put the photos there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not the part that's weird. <laughs> have a photos you claimed to believe in. Yeah. <laughs> that's how English works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind if I ask something to clear my logical <laughs> thinking mind? <laughs> <laughs> This guy hates periods. Yeah. Why is it, given that laser printers, ETC, can print up to... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you, you I'm glad I the technical guy. <laughs> given laser printers, etc., can print up to 2400 CPI, or at least 600 CPI... And pictures can be scanned at God only knows what. 9,600 plus CPI. God only knows. God only knows. Also, I know. <laughs> Regular Scott Adams here. Why? Your hey, I read text that book. Gra- <laughs> Sorry. I did. Why your text and graphics appear to be a 1950s reproduction of a faint typewriter in need of a ribbon replacement? God, I haven't used the word ribbon since... Mm, uh, it's still a word. <laughs> yeah. No. I've used the oh, word ribbon. No, I have a ribbon well, sitting next to me. My cat loves it. Is it, is it <laughs> no, this is a different ribbon. It's a capital R. I understand that. <sighs> and then there's a fact, given the obvious typewriter appearance, the text sure wasn't made in 2036. <laughs> Yeah, typewriters from like 150 years ago definitely don't exist today. Uh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> oh, please don't use me. Oh, technology went by the board by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, approach, cause it won't stick. God, okay. Please understand, I have examined <laughs> time travel. <laughs> I've examined time travel and parallel world theories Extensively, and and therefore only seek to clarify these points with you. All right, uh, just asking questions. So I'm gonna maybe do a little cutting here. So let me just a little summarization. Yeah. So he goes off about like, well, it's just like if, if you duplicate, if you Xerox something, it 
always is a little bit less good and uh, you scanning uh, shut up and then as for printing technology in 2036 you may be surprised at how many people use typewriters however I agree the documents were probably not created that way I too am very anxious to hear your thoughts and questions on time travel slash gravity displacement and any comments on the Ever Everett Wheeler Graham model uh, so uh, I believe this is Shy? Yeah, I think that was the point yes, he was making um, when he was surprised at the typewriter. Only yeah. Heggy. 2036 <laughs> sounds more like 1836 with all the good stuff of modern life thrown in. Personally, I prefer our current timeline, even with all of its excess and decadency. It's an exciting time to be alive, and I can still multiply and divide in my head. Thanks, Eeyore. Yes? I didn't know okay, you believed okay, in time okay. travel. No, that was part of his fucking thing, is that people can't do mental math anymore. Yeah, that's, um, I cut that out because it was part of a longer, like, just not very fun Street. to read. But yeah, no, so, uh, I'm John Tyner again. Although the documents posted were printed from a computer printer, it's really hard to believe that manual typing has just been more common in 30 years. Yes. After the war, after the war, <laughs> many things like manual printing machines. The second American Civil War. Yeah. After I cut so much. Yeah. After no, I don't. I don't believe he's joking. Uh, after the war, many uh, many things like manual printing machines, bicycles, sailboats, and hand tools were valued a great deal. I can, have noticed more. Can I say something? Yeah. After the war, or as I like to call it, November. <laughs> I have noticed that more people in California are installing wood burning stoves. Um, I realize my claims um, are a bit. Yeah, no, I'm not going to explain that. Shut up. Um, it's I still realize, hot uh, there. Yeah. So, um, okay, I'm going to skip a little bit. Um. So he goes, like, I realize my claims are ridiculous. Uh, however, if I had, I'd ask if he had a, the opportunity to ask another time travel questions, he'd ask questions like, how exactly does the singularity sensor measure the expansion of the inner event horizon? Or why does the reality of multiple worlds support the religious dogma that there are no good or bad people, just good and bad decisions? Or what were the political motivations that changed the U.S. Constitution. So he's asking himself questions at this point. Uh, Shell, if you could help finish this off as uh, Mike Kolsnick. Yes, of course, I'm Mike Kolsnick. Perfect voice. He doesn't even know religion. Red yeah, face. Which is a great way to name my emoji. It doesn't mean anything else, anything bad. Ho-hum, <laughs> another time traveler. Well, wrong. time to run him through the BSometer. Hmm. Did you ever notice how time travelers never specifically, oh, I'm sorry, never specify events that happen in the near future, foreshadowing, as in a week or a month or so? The reason why is because then people could check on these events to determine if they have happened or not. Will John answer a few questions that are that any person from the future should know, or at least have easy access to. Number one, what was the final death count in the recent India earthquake? 
Number two, what is a gin? What is the ginger it invention? Number three, who wins the Stanley Cup hockey <gasps> this year? <laughs> so okay. Oh yeah, Real. fucking post with Stanley Cup of cricket. <laughs> Let me um God. really quickly refresh your memory. Uh, before the segue was officially announced, it was. Uh, marketed it just as the mysterious it that's going to change everything. So this guy, uh, Mike, what is, is, is specifically asking what is a segue? So please keep that in mind when Ch- John Titor fucking act actually answers. Um, how do you figure I have easy access? I can appreciate your skepticism, but I must admit I'm confused by your choice of questions. I fail to understand why time travel would be expected to know the details you ask. Right now, do you know any of the details of the first week in February of for 1970? For that matter, could you tell me from memory if it rained in Atlanta last week? Is is I a sports? Mean, I was going to say I don't exactly know what the final death count of the Indian earthquake was on my off the top of my head. Yeah, that's fair, but presumably you but... know some shit. Um, for that matter, could you t- could you tell me uh, is a sports almanac required or expected piece of equipment for all? Time machines. He's making a uh, Back to the Future fucking reference, which is really good. At least you didn't ask. This I mean, also, what? It's also good with what happens down right on this fucking same post. Yeah. Um. So at least, also, like I would think John Titor would mention nine eleven, which has, I believe, not yet happened yet. Yes, it has not yet happened. This is January. Yeah, no, it's it's January. Yeah. So at least you. At least you didn't ask the standard what stock should I buy question. Interesting that no one ever asked which stock to sell. I'm sure my answer... Yeah, which is... I'm sure my answer will be quite unsatisfying, but you should know I do not want your unshakable faith, nor do I think anyone uh, anyone should be given so easy... I don't think anyone should give it so easily if a time traveler were able to answer those questions. In fact, over this medium, it's impossible to prove I'm a time traveler. Therefore, it's impossible to believe. Actually, I depend on that a great deal, so I don't have to worry about being picked up by your friendly law enforcement officers. What do you think? What do you think they would do with two micro singularities? Which is probably use them against a minority neighborhood. (laughs) Uh, So here goes. (laughs) All right. So here goes. Uh, so to the first question of what's the final death count in India, uh, one, I have no idea. Uh, what is it? So what yes. is a segue? It looks like some sort of motorized scooter. What do you think it is? Which is fucking so good. Um, and then the last one is what, who wins the Stanley uh, Cup? Uh, so of hockey. Yeah, of hockey. Sorry, not the uh, Stanley hockey. football trophy. Um, I know this one. But I think it would be unfair and immoral for anyone to win a bet based on something I've told them. So uh, to answer any of the questions, one, I don't fucking know. One, I don't know. Possibly a scooter. What do you think it is? And then the last one, I'm not going to tell you on moral grounds, which is fucking really good. So after... I see the 2001 Serie Cup champions. I like the Avalanche... See if I remember. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the avalanche. But yeah, nice. no. So I could answer this bullshit. You, you get but to keep your Canadian card. It's it's very good to me that like Shut up. <laughs> after saying, um No, I won't answer these questions because I don't think I should answer these questions. Fuck you. Uh 
he answers them anyways, but it's just still very much like, oh, what, what do you think it is? But it's fucking perfect. And I had to cut so much, but it's all very and good. And John Titor is like inconsistent. Like he glibly, yes. blithely talks about some things that should be a big deal. And yeah. Second American like, Civil War. If you literally go to, um, he has a Wikipedia page. You can find his predictions. So he did predict that there was an upcoming civil war. He described it beginning in 2004 and oh. that it would erupt by 2008, which... Hmm. Question mark. Yeah, so the result of the war, the United States was split split into five regions based on the various different factors and what? differing military... Yeah, so <laughs> the civil war, according to him, would end in 2015 with a brief but intense World War Three, which has not happened. Um... Yeah, he. Ooh, what is this? The new cartography. Was it good for you too? <laughs> um. Oh yeah, it's sorry. Part of the conflict leading up to the Civil War is a Waco type event every month. Yes. Um, well, was... So, um, and then just a little background on Titer, which I think is very important, is uh, Titer claims that at thirteen year old, as a thirteen year old in two thousand eleven. He joined the Fighting Diamondbacks, a shotgun infantry unit in Florida, <laughs> for at least four years. Um, in other posts, he describes himself as hiding from the Civil War. Um, so that's John Titer, and he's maybe my favorite uh, person on the internet, actually. Um, I love him. <laughs> nice. And he's good, and now I'm going to post his little insignia. This is uh, what he described the Time Traveling Corps' uh, official badge looking like, and it's fucking huh. stupid it's it's not interesting it's just really lazy and stupid and uh again it l- kind of looks like a rejected <laughs> star trek insignia it kind of looks like a yes. georgia o'keefe painting i, I also... see it i yeah. see it to be just giving scientific credit the thing that springs to my mind is cloud chamber diagrams mm. <laughs> um well... and one final note John Titer is from Tampa, Florida. And that's it. That's that's everything you need to know about John Titer. He is a time-traveling Florida man, and this is the thing he was going to get because uh, he needed the IBM computer to uh, fix something in the future. So, yeah. Yeah, I can see it. They, it's, uh, they well, have it two must have worked, or we would have heard about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I find it endlessly fascinating that to fix stuff in the future, they need a time machine to go back to the seventies to get obscure parts, but they're still able to have two micro singularities. I fucking love John. Right, Tyler, but they don't have three D printers. And, yeah, and uh, some typewriters. Yeah, and this is Wikipedia speculation, but it's saying that part of the issue might be with it. 2038 problem, but also technology isn't really a thing after the Civil War, so that doesn't work either. Yeah, no, people no, have... No, he um, just picked a number. Uh, and just really briefly, the uh, effect of John Titor was that, like, during his time no one fucking believed him, but then he got insanely popular, and now he's, like, very much, like, a touchstone in, like, weird, hacky time travel science, in a way that, like, the Mandela effect is, or whatever. Mandela, oh, yeah, whatever. the, like, I want to believe type people like him. Yes, yes. Like, as you can see, like, his early stuff, the I want to believe type people did not believe him, but then he just disappears. Like, he stops posting, which is insane for a crazy person, which is what he honestly is. 
because you know crazy people never stop posting um but That's he just right. stops and disappears and like people are like a he's returned gimmick. home um wow yeah. he really did it man and uh, yeah his, him being in steins gate a bunch certainly yes. helped with a dumb nerd aspect yes. of his popularity uh yeah and yeah also, he has a play about Ice Nine. The John Titor Foundation has published a book collecting all his internet what? posts. It's out of print. And then in 2004, someone made a play based on his story. What? And it was nice. su- successfully staged um, in the United States. Uh, he has also nice. appeared in Marvel Comics. And as he said, there's an anime where he's Christ. like a central character or figure. All he had to do was show up on a forum for a little while. Yes. Yep. Wow. Also, this goes without saying, but he's discussed a bunch on uh, Coast to Coast AM. Yes. Yeah. Whatever that dumb radio show is. So, uh, Heave, sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you're going to be up next here. Why don't you go ahead and get us ready for what you've brought from the future? Yeah, let's see if this works. Yeah, this is much further what? on than John Teeter. Oh boy, okay. And this this ties into not my earliest internet uh, dives into weird, weird internet, but it's certainly one of my first like really deep, sustained dives and probably the same for a lot of people, furries. Oh boy. Okay. And oh boy, I'm really nervous. Wrong. More specifically, uh, my friend at the time, we had a game we would play where we'd search for fan fiction uh, with two arbitrary words that we picked out and try to find who can find the worst fan fiction. All right. Nice. Oh, that sounds great. This is how you found and, Sonic Christian fanfic. And I won this in one search. With the two words that's also the title of this oh, fic. Hell yeah, hell yeah. The Furry Bible. <gasps> oh, yeah! oh shit! I know what this is! Oh my god. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. I have probably shown Mr. Tutorial before. You absolutely have. We talked about submitting it to the F, and then decided not oh, to. How long god. is it? It's a good um, portion of the Bible, if I recall. It doesn't actually go that long. This is four pages, pasted in, and it has a uh, second chapter. And this is long enough that we probably just want to tag in and out. I haven't, like, mocked it up. Oh, that's fine. Actually, yeah, I like the tag in out uh, idea. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, you remember it. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Fuck you, Heath. I'm not reading. Too bad. Oh, God. Hip. I got Who's it. Starting? So this is this is the Furry Bible by Arthur Gay Furry. <laughs> uh, description. It's the Holy Bible, but rewritten as self-insertion furry slash fiction. Oh, oh, how a lot of people interpret the Bible. Okay. This is normal. My name is Jamie, and I'm a horny orc. <laughs> <laughs> I was wandering around the Garden of Eden at one bright and beautiful morning. I looked around at all the other beautiful animals, seeing a sexy young impala who made my orcs balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! God, 
The orcs balls fill with a hot, steamy desire to discharge. But really, that Impala was nothing. I was looking for Adam. Come on. Adam. He's a stallion. A powerful, muscular stallion. Every time I see him, I just want to thrust my orc's cock into his stallion ass so bad. I hate it. Oh, hey, retroactive warning. This one's gross. Yeah, I'm very hopeful that it is. I imagine his big bushy tail whipping around my stomach oh, as I thrust in it, hmm. thrust it in and out of him repeatedly. Oh, my stomach. Uh, thanks for your Bible. There he is. Oh, oh Adam, God. my love. Look at your big, powerful shoulders. <laughs> your, your long, distinguished snout. Hey, Adam, why the long face? <laughs> and your enormous slurping tongue. Oh, oh. You are tr- you are truly the most dignified creature in the entire garden. All creatures, great and small, bow down to you. You and your rippled, <laughs> you and your rippled muscular oh my legs. God. Oh boy, go! But, but what, what is, is this? this? <laughs> oh, I t- I, oh, I tagged. <laughs> I know you're all. I know you're both excited to read this next part. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not tagging it ever. But what is this? It's that foxy bitch, Eve. <laughs> She's a fox. That's why you're not paying attention to me. Yes. I oh, watch really? your tongue caress her long, furry oh. snout. Orange oh, hairs collecting in the saliva. Oh God. Why is it you love that conniving, devious temptress when I would be forever yours? You're kissing. Your massive stallion tongue is filling her snout, bulging out from under her fangs. She's so tiny compared to you. I've got to do something. I can't let this continue. Hey there, sexy Adam. Hello. I say, wandering up to the stallion and fox locked in a tag, passionate tag, kiss. Tag, I just want to say the next part. part. Sorry, go for it. Piss off, you fucking wanker! Screams Adam, <laughs> kicking me in the face with his rear hook. I go tumbling down the path as the pain sets in. While blood begins trickling down freshly open wounds, I can't help but feel aroused. <laughs> oh. Okay, noticing that Adam has now consumed by his passionate lovemaking session with Eve, I mount him as best I can, stretching ah! my forelimbs as hard as possible to get as high as I possibly can. I begin rubbing my erect cock on Adam's body. Just remember, this is Genesis. There's no laws yet. Repeatedly catching the flap of skin between his rear legs and the rest of his body. Ah. Feeling the lovely tingling sensation of my dickhead. Caressing his soft God damn it, it. His soft horse fur. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> tag in, Shy. No, why would she want to tag him for this? As I thrust a few more times, I feel my erect cock briefly touch his. I f- I'm flung to the side with incredible force. <laughs> Crashing into a pine tree behind me. As the needles... 
puts a needle stick into my skin painfully. I can't help but feel further aroused. My vision comes <laughs> comes my vision comes from a red blur back into focus, and I see Adam's angry nostrils snorting at me hard. He begins beating me with his freckles, loudly. <laughs> what the fuck you have to go and do that for, eh? He says. Okay. <laughs> I can take it now. Thank you. I knew you wanted to do that for There you go. Take it. Goodbye. Oh my. He asks, taking a hoof across my face and opening up a long, bloody gash. Uh, what? <laughs> he briefly relents, apparently waiting for an answer. I sit there quietly as the blood accumulates, dripping down the side of my mouth. As a droplet slips across my lips, I start licking it up with my tongue. Mmm, my own blood. Nice. <laughs> what can I say, Adam? I begin. Causing to lick up a bit more of my blood. Like, my cock's not going to blow its load until I hump you silly. Adam snorts loudly. Tag, tag. Turning over. <laughs> Adam snorts loudly, turning around to jam his ass into my face. As he lifts his tail up, I catch sight of his big, bulging testicles and long, erect dick. However, I can't pay attention to them that long as soon as soon as my entire body is covered with shit. Adam's shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Adam's shit. As I begin panicking at the pungent odor and the realization that I'm covered with shit, I feel two hooves slam into my body, one in my face and one in my chest. The force is enough to completely knock the wind out of me while simultaneously dazing me. And I quickly slip into unconsciousness. Oh my god, we're only on page two. Holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think oh. uh, as much as I really want uh, someone Does to read start... fuck off, you skanky little trollop. Can, oh, I, can I jump to page three? I really want to read the top of page three. Uh, he, is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't know hear about festering shit wounds. Thank you. Mean. Thank you. Go for it. Go for it, Shy. <gasps> So da 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 da. We skip most of this page. Uh, our hero interacts with Eve, and then Eve is like rude. I don't know. Uh, Adam's like, <laughs> "Did you cover my Eve and shit?" And like beats the OP up again, except not beats him up. Uh, anyway, uh. Eve is standing there. She has a perplexed look on her face. I wanted him to kill you. She intones. <laughs> she intones. Instead, yep. he ass rapes you. You probably got off on that shit, didn't you? Of course. I respond proudly. Or at I least as proudly this. as I can while covered in I shit. I love this. I'm a horny <laughs> oryx, after all. <laughs> Those big bulging God. balls of yours. Is that what's making you misbehave? No, of course not, I scream with fear. Look at them. How pathetic, she says, nuzzling her snout against my underside so as to expose my balls. How would you feel if I chewed them off? You- Wesley, I can converse in two distinct voice intonations. (laughs) You evil bitch, I scream. Evil, she asks. What is evil? (laughs) You know, I say, 
hating what I'm about to read. Evil. Things like chewing people's balls off. I still don't understand. Can you explain more? She questions. Oh, right. I say. You haven't eaten from the tree. Is this why he's horny? Oh, no. Tree? Yes. Oh, you, you knew what this was. You knew what was happening. <laughs> tree? She asks. What tree? Why, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, I say. It's right next to you. See, eat some fruit and all will become clear. Tag. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no. Eve wheels up onto her hind legs and snags a low-hanging apple. After munching on it for a bit, her eyes fill with a scary passion. She spontaneously drops the apple out of her mouth and snaps her jaws around my balls. The pain of her fangs slicing through my testicles completely overwhelms all other senses in my body. As my hearing ceases and my vision goes bright white, the only sensation left in my body is the feeling of my dick going rock hard. I sit in utter agony for a few moments before the pain once again overtakes me and I pass out yet again. I awaken in the dusty wasteland surrounding the Garden of Eden. Its tall hedges loom in the skyline, an impenetrable barrier protecting the garden from re-entry. I look around, confused. How did I get here and why? I'm surrounded by dozens of other animals, all former denizens of the garden. I see Adam and Eve as well, sobbing and reeling in shame. Tag! Oh, With- goddammit! The sexy young Impala is nudging me, asking me if I'm alright. I manage to creak onto my knees, my legs crying out in pain. Creak like what a river. What the fuck yeah. happened, <laughs> I asked. Well, yeah. God showed up, oh, yes, said the yes, Impala. Yes. You know, the lion guy. He said Adam and Eve were forbidden to eat uh, apples because they're evil. Maslan. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and that some agent of evil gave Eve an apple, and, well, things fell apart from there. Rumor has it it was some snake. We're all gonna form a brute squad later and beat the shit out of that fucking snake. <laughs> you know, beat the shit out. Oh, yeah, yes. totally. Uh, I saw the snake give her the apple, for sure. Hey, look, screamed the Impala. It's the snake. Get him! A rhino, a tiger, an ocelot, and the impala all go charging after the snake. It's not me, the snake hissed. You idiots, shouted he, Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Shit! You idiots. You idiots. Idiots. It wasn't the snake. It was that fucking shit-covered oryx tag, over there! Tag, 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 Go for it. Hell oh, yes. fuck! Get him! The absolute terror of fearing for my life is suddenly as hot <laughs> as I feel a rhino's cock slide up my ass. The tiger sticks Slide. his stick in my mouth, and the ocelot climbs under me and starts sucking Come on my on. balls. The impala starts sucking on my cock. Oh, I love you guys. I say as to them as we sink into a beautiful furry orgy. The, the end. The, oh. Oh. 
No, it's okay. Fucking... <laughs> Let's just all tag and say the end. Just pick up the tag. No, the just end. cut that in the end, end and just end it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, 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 wow. Sorry. There's technically another chapter of this that's uh, Noah's Ark based. Oh, oh I love but the Noah Ark. Just, uh, oh, we don't man, have time that for that. So bad. Yeah. Uh, you're right. It's uh, all hey, this like, so, uh, grossly sexual. Yeah, yeah. It the, the second part is way more sexual. How? Cool. Hey, how? Can it be? <laughs> yes. Hi. I asked you to bring something as well. I did. What oh, would that be? Okay, so a long time ago, um, there used to be a thing called Tumblr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. on that Rest website, tell me more. There were people who were who thought of themselves as other kin, and so okay, okay. but they, I think that they were kind of like a, a slightly different version of it from like the Usenet, like elf other kin type people you know the soul bonders or whatever anyway so like there was this tumblr other kin community and it was pretty bad uh but there was this person who i think was a woman um based on following this so i'm gonna use female pronouns for her uh if they do not identify as a woman or with those pronouns i apologize uh so this is Melted Snowflake. Does anyone remember Melted Snowflake? Oh, Christ, no. I do now. That sounds really familiar, actually. It, yeah, it does, but... Okay. So this is this is big for me. Melted Snowflake is an ex of <gasps> Oh! And she's okay. like, hey, yeah. I think identifying as other kin was, like, really, really bad. Like, it was a manifestation of my mental illness, and... I think that the Tumblr community glorifying it should stop. And I want to make it easier for people to leave that community. So she had a lot of really good stuff, and it's mostly gone. Um, but I have an archived copy of her blog. I will not be sharing it. Um, she wrote a bunch of essays. She answered a bunch of anon questions. This, I think, is her like big one. And so I wanted to archive it here for posterity. All right. Rad. Um, so I have... Divided, I've trimmed a lot. I've highlighted even less of it. The highlighted parts have your names on them. Uh, If you want to skip, feel free to skip ahead. But I'll begin. Other can think they are not human? So let's get started, shall we? I was going to make some preliminary posts, but I'm getting so many comments about the same things that I decided I should just dive right into this. So let's get down to business. End of the... This is an important post, because it will... (laughs) Do you not? Every time. This is an important post, because it will likely figure into almost every other post I make about other kin experiences. Hopefully this will help not just kin, but people who want to help them. You can't really help a problem until you know what the situation is and why it's so problematic, after all. Outsiders may say... Just stop it, but I know that can be easier said than done. A lot of outsiders say, other kin are crazy. They think they aren't humans. But this is very misleading and inaccurate. (laughs) Duh. If you aren't other kin and you're saying this, you should stop. The reason is simple. Other kin are not crazy because they are making things up. Oh my god, okay. Wait, wait. 
What? Yeah. Yeah, this caused this caused a stir. Yeah, this this caused a big stir. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> I like that everyone else shows like a funny thing, and Chai's just like, I just really want to archive this cool thing. No, this is great. <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. Fuck I'm not. Kid. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that, that it's not good. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, a yeah, big yeah. fan. Sorry. I'm a big fan. Before I made this Tumblr, I talked to a lot of former kin. Their experiences had some differences, but there was one sentiment all of them echoed. I convinced myself it was true, but there was always that small voice of doubt. Hmm. We have all had something like that happen to us at some point in our lives, you know? Here's a pretty small example. Sometimes I see a trailer for a new movie and I think, hey, I want to go see that. I don't anymore because there aren't movies. I could go to fan sites <laughs> and read leaked plot points and it, I'm so angry, dude. I love the movies and see leaked <laughs> pictures, but I don't, but I don't because I don't want to be spoiled. But sometimes, despite so, my efforts, yeah. I will look at a friend's blog or browse a forum and catch a glimpse of a spoiler. Sure, I'll quickly look away, click away from the site, avoid coming back, but the damage has been done. I know no, a key plot point. Or I know what a specific scene will be. I know what I know that Snape kills Dumbledore. Spoiler time. But I mean, that's a perfect example of this, right? Yeah. Every time that has happened, I try to make myself forget what that spoiler was. Eventually, I convince myself. <laughs> Holy shit! Do you? I've done this. I've totally done this. Eventually, I convince myself that I didn't see anything. And when I finally see the movie, I'll try to convince myself that I'm genuinely surprised. But I know in the back of my mind, I know that I wasn't actually shocked. In the back of my mind, I know that I heard about this part. When you try to convince yourself of a lie, there's that voice in the back of your head that says, you know this isn't true. That voice is very important in several ways. In some ways, it makes sure you don't take things too far. But in other ways, it guides you on how to avoid acknowledging the elephant in the room. Which is me. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I'm the elephant. Honestly, I mean, yeah, I've totally experienced this before, but uh, for me, it's been more with video games where it's like, ah, shit, I think I learned something that is supposed to, How like, do you whatever. Con- convince yourself you forgot? Never mind, I'm not getting into this. Uh, I mean, I, I will explain it to you later. Oh, boy. Because this is just nuts to me, we'll move on because I have to read this weird thing now. Yeah, you're orange. <laughs> yes. Now you see other kin. Other kin pick easily romanticized animals. Uh, yeah, that's true. Ten points from Gryffindor, Potter. <laughs> uh, Potter, uh, you are wolfkin. That is uncreative. No, Ten stop points it. from Gryffindor. <laughs> no. Stop it. No. I know some of you will point out that you are or know of quote King who pick nested quote uncool creatures. Oh, sorry, they spell kin apostrophe kin. Yeah, it's an abbreviation. I got confused. <laughs> that one's on me. Well, it's 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 you know it's Contraction. it wasn't a word yet. <laughs> it's an abbreviation. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, coming yeah. back to me, but I forgot that they did apostrophe kin instead of saying kin. Anyway. This will be the subject of a future post. Ah! ah. 
sorry. But I am talking about how kin shy away from animals that will flat out not make them look good. But I'm kin for with a shy away. <laughs> for example, you will be hard pressed to find someone feeling dysphoric for their true dung beetle body. <laughs> Dibs. I'm almost sure oh, I've heard of that kin type. That's so good. So Julia, so Julia, go I... in for FFS and then be like, so I have an unorthodox idea. Oh my god, no. I admit <laughs> I have never seen a kin feel terrible because they could not roll a huge ball of feces. Please speak for yourself, Mr. Potter. Otherwise... Oh. Botflies and hagfish are pretty much off the table. Why, if you have no control over it, wouldn't it at least wouldn't at least one person out there be plagued with an unfortunate desire to roll up poop and nest in the brains of living things, or cover themselves in disgusting mucus? People do that I last hate that one. They took this, uh, I, I hate that they took this as a challenge mm. and the next generation of kin just started doing that shit. Yeah. No, 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 not kin. That's people, right. People just online cover themselves but in mucus. But this next point is pretty good, I think. Mm, on the other side of it, you rarely find great ape on their kin. These creatures are incredibly intelligent and strong, yet almost you will... You, <laughs> Sorry, oh, my no, dog. Oh, no, it is correct, yeah. No, my dog fell down the stairs. Like... <laughs> oh, no. Man is yelling at him now. I might have to go help. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, keep... it's yeah, sorry, just cut this. I will be back. Yet, <laughs> really we'll almost never see one. My reason is obvious. They are simply too close to humans. The very species the kin is trying to escape. The great apes represent an uncomfortable, uncanny valley of sorts for a kin type. Their closeness to our own species causes society to view them not as extraordinary animals, but some par would-be humans. If one were to identify as an ape, they would have to accept that their natural behavior would not be that far off from a very troubled human. <laughs> what? That's a not very a comparison. Very That's not human. a comparison one would want. This brings me to my next topic. Did this fucking people want to cover themselves in mucus? How long have you been on the internet, lady? Presumably. <laughs> yeah. Other kin do romanticize their kin type. We've all seen this before. We kin have all been there before. We know how we imagined our kin types. Say you're a horse, Therian. Uh, it's pretty easy to describe what kind of feelings you attribute to your identity. Got it. Scared of shadows. Love heart attacks. Yeah, <laughs> what? I'm there. The peacefulness of grazing. The speed. The stamina. It's great. Ah! Now, you tell yourself, oh my God. I love riding my bike because it's the closest thing to running as my kin type. Or maybe, when I'm scared, I run away as fast as I can and don't stop because I, I get spooked. I love being full of estrogen since I'm a horse. <laughs> like a horse. 
No. No. Or even, I'm very alert to my surroundings uh... since I'm a horse. What? That's not a horse. Okay, whatever. Uh, however, how many male horse kin tell you when I see a woman with her child, I feel an intense desire to kick it to death so that I could meet with her? <laughs> I'm gonna say none of them. Me. This is a very important thing to male horses. The males want the females to only bear their young, so they feel a strong instinct to kill the foals of other males. The females get around at this by mating with every male so that they don't know who sired which foal, and thus will not kill it. Uh, females of females that of everything. That is true species. about horses. Yeah, no, yeah. Extra credit. Your source for your veterinary exam prep. Yeah, of course, there's a fucking story of the wolf other kin who fucking bit his dentist, so... There's fucking dudes out there. That's pretty bad. I don't I like that. Wanna, yeah, there was the, uh... I just want to beat children up, and that's why I'm on our slide. I mean, we did an episode a long time ago on Felks, and, uh, who, like, started growling at... Oh, Felkus, uh, yeah. Yeah, at the uh, oh fucking uh, people at her uh, store that she was working at, and she got fired. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That adds up, actually. System works. The females would go so far <laughs> as to abort the pregnancies if they didn't mate with every male. Yes, the males' desire to kill the children of others is so strong that a female will simply choose not to, to not give birth at all if there is a chance that one of the males will identify it as not mine. These instincts are just as strong as the desire to run and graze, yet we never hear these things. Why? Because most kin know that claiming this would make them look dangerous and horrible. Oh, God. Uh, oh, okay. I, I know this is where the highlight cuts off, but I will mention this was clearly written before Child Free Hardcore. Yes. He says, oh, they talk, they'd be shunned by yeah. society no, they those, talk about those their pretty early. need to kill children. She's just... <laughs> I think well, she, she, so does, to be she fair, doesn't know of them. To be fair, I think she's mostly just building some uh, analogies to make a point. And All her right. point's actually correct. Yes, so. it is. Well, yeah. yeah, but I'm a jerk, so... <laughs> That's fair. All right, well... Uh, Lesbiathan, if you can, could yeah, you... Yeah, uh... I'm okay. Yeah, okay. Anna's gonna hear what I'm about to say, so let it be good. Oh, All well right. then you better speak <sighs> up. <laughs> Alright, other can have limits. Lately I have seen the term non-human identified being thrown around. The subculture has like... Oh, I wonder why you gave her this. <laughs> Damn it. Has likely right, adopted Chuck. the identified suffix because it calls to mind the struggle of... Who <sighs> calls to mind the struggle of truth? 2000 uh. what? It was 2009, you said? Yeah, it was... It was... Big people were do arguing I, about that at uh, that point. Do I still have some beer on the fridge? I need... <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, it calls to mind the struggle of transgendered people. The point is that other kids are now saying, you should not say someone's identity is invalid. How someone chooses to identify is none of your business. Again, this makes you think they're talking about transgendered people, doesn't it? Yup. Uh, the truth is, the trans community does have a right to identify as their psychological genders. This does not mean every other kind of identity needs to be constantly affirmed. Other kin will claim that they believe anyone can identify however they want because they mis Ugh. yeah right because they mistakenly believe that it will simply include their subculture and end there. They want people to address them as animals, react to their phantom limbs, and accept their kin feels and mental <laughs> shifts. Ugh. 
However, despite they what they say, that. yeah, despite what they say, other kids do have their limit on acceptable identities. For example, what if I identified as the president <gasps> of the? Oh, oh, oh boy, what if I identified <laughs> as the president of the United States? This not is any, this is old. This is old. Really good. Yes. Um, not as any particular individual president, but simply as president. What if I felt very presidentsphoric whenever someone did not drive me around in a limo? What if I said, if oh, this is you really feel good. like that, you, you might be an Unknown Armies character. Yes. Uh, what if I insisted on someone posting trigger warnings anytime they wanted to simply discuss politics? What if I got feels and desperately wanted to be surrounded by bodyguards and gifts of speeches? What if I insisted <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah this presidents hate right. politics. Yeah, well, this person's right, though, about the... Okay, we'll talk about it later, I think. Um, what if I insisted everyone treated me as if I was a world leader? Would anyone really honor that? Would any other can treat me like the president just because I identified as such? Or would that be seen Maybe. as incredibly silly? Damn. All right. Or, heck, let's take it a step further. What if I identified as you? You, the other can <laughs> reading this. What if I walked up to you and I said, Hi. Oh, no. I'm you. You should hand me your credit card information and the keys to your place, because I'm you. It's my it's my identity after all. Are you really going to disrespect that by denying my identity? I didn't choose to be you. <laughs> I simply am yeah, you. Frank. We're the same person. I didn't choose to be. <laughs> you can't say I'm not you because I have may have some of the details wrong about you either. You see, yeah, I have seen. God, I fucking hate you. I have seen dinosaur kin whose true selves were horribly out of date compared to today's research. And how many times yeah, have drag there em. been... <laughs> have, how many times have we seen a wolfkin who still thinks packs are made up of alphas, betas, and omegas? If those things don't uh, count okay, against Okay, never mind. Identity, I love this lady. She owns. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. If those things don't count against identity... Then why should I have to know your name to identify as you? That sounds weird, don't you think? I cannot imagine a single otherkin would accept it if I said that to them. You know why? Because otherkin have limits too. There are they are capable of recognizing an identity as silly, and they have that power because there's a voice of reason in there somewhere. Yeah. That's me doing the a smiley. Half my post is really more applicable to a media kin idiocy. This is a really good post, actually, and I uh, am here but for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm done. So, Chai, if you'll just uh, oh wrap yes, it up. of course. Uh, so, some of you other kid out there will tell me how insulted you are, <laughs> and they sure did. But this is not an insult; it's a good thing. We know that since you're not talking about your desire to kill any child that isn't yours. Believing any wacko who claims to be Jesus, or leaping on strangers to bite their faces, Speak for you yourself. do have that inner voice of reason. The anime conventions. You know that doing these things would be taking this way too far. And you've policed yourselves on that. I'm happy for that. It gives me hope. But this does mean one important thing. That voice in the back of your head telling you that you know your stories aren't real? Listen to what it has to say. It may be onto something. This is the start of the recovery process. Next time that voice gives you doubt, just step back and listen to it. 
when you're upset about not being in your real body, just listen to that voice and concentrate on something more important. When you think you're feeling a phantom tale, just listen to that voice and do something fun to relieve the tension. When you think you're about to mentally shift, just relax. Maybe take a warm bath or listen to some soothing music. God damn. You won't believe how much better you'll feel once you remember how nice it is to be free of all that self-inflicted stress. I know you can do it. As always, I believe in you. Huh? Yeah, she was like incessantly yeah. like cheerful and wonderful and lovely. God damn. This is really trying to meet them halfway to like help them stop being annoying shits. Yeah. yeah. That's that's more than that's... I would do. She had a bunch of other essays but her big one about like her other big one was like juggling water and she's like trying to figure out your real kin type is like juggling water like it's not real you can't do it like you can spend as much time as you want practicing but <laughs> yeah. you can't do it god damn and i assume she got run off the internet absolutely 100 percent. great <sighs> so i wanted to archive that and share it with people and kind of look back at that era of the web nice yeah, yeah, yeah she's she's good as much as i don't know because i'm just a jerk she's good you didn't cut this from the whatever editor but are you doing an ephemera on her because i that's this is no. interesting god damn it i just like her yeah no it's a good post and i feel like more people should I guess know I, about that's this that's not a bad idea i'll put it in like my you, little notepad thing yeah like you said you talked yeah. to i mean talk about it later but you did mention archiving her and i think this is actually worth archiving in some form okay well I'm actually sure you can, it's um, find an angle yeah so what i found is i eventually chased some notes back to their source and i found that this her blog is gone if you go to meltedsnowflake.tumblr.com oh, it's gone but she moved her url and then registered the other it's like a thing you can do um, oh. So this is the entire oh. blog, with all of her asks oh, wow. and all of her essays. I'm legitimately going to read this. I think because I think this is. You don't see a lot of people talk about like being an no, other kid and coming really, out from the really other side. Incredible, I think. Yeah. No, I, I think it's important that like you read about people being a bad thing and then coming out the other side because it sort of helps bad people realize that there's they're a bad lot of maybe um, less asks, bad. like a lot of user submitted stories are on there as well so you can like they're all verbose as uh, hell but oh, there's one about a dragon it's a dragon well does it talk about tummies dragon, dragon. that's right <gasps> well dragon I guess that I will uh, go ahead and move along into mine, which uh, is a little less, a little less serious, but in 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 some strange way, it's more of the. Uh, it's kind of a, a funny little opposite. It's opposite to what oh, no. you just read. It's not about kin. Okay. It's about something being real. Okay. Through the magic of fiction. <gasps> so, as I had stated, I spent a lot of time uh, following bad artists, writers, and so forth. And this one, this came out a little later, but it is pretty emblematic of everything else that I ever, like, dove into back then. 
Um, <laughs> and I'm sure you're all familiar with it, but it's still really, really want to read Boy. it. I'm going to be reading a chapter out of Miranda Leake's Twisted. Yes. <laughs> the oh, book boy. about the book by the ro- anthro roller coaster fetishist who classic. genuinely wrote an entire like 500 page book and had it published online about the adventures of her original character, a red roller coaster named Rail Runner, who is actually a wear coaster, starts out human discusses and uh you know goes through uh his adventure discovering his true self i'm actually going to be going pretty deep into the book i'm going to be reading from chapter 50 okay um basically what's already happened is uh the guy's already discovered he's rail runner and i'd say his name but it doesn't fucking matter because even his human girlfriend just calls him rail runner after it's after she knows about it. So uh, it's not important, but he's just come back for the first time after several, what was for him several months on the other side in his, in his true world where the, the roller coasters are in their form uh-huh. uh, all the time. And they are, there's the big evil roller coaster that's trying to do, you know, evil roller coaster things. Um, so he comes out for the first time. He's uh, made it. He he he's come out, and it's nighttime. So he's still in his. He's still a, a roller coaster dragon. Thing. Oh boy! Oh yeah, because he's a wear coaster. coaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because in the real, in our world, uh, at he only turns into a roller coaster at night. <sighs> yeah, this book's great. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's, it's something else. Um, so he his first order of business after getting away from uh, park security is uh, finding his girlfriend Claire. Claire is a human. <sighs> However, Gross. I will say, and I will say that this is uh, not revealed in my reading, but eventually she does become a white roller coaster, and she gets. Pregnant. Hmm. That's right. How? The normal way. <laughs> I mean, you get bitten by a roller coaster and you turn into a roller coaster. And then you fuck. That's right. And you conceive. Soon I was prowling unseen across the very road that led to Claire's house, the only location where she could possibly be at this hour. It was quiet, just as the rest of Huntersville, with the exception of a few arguing couples and people that could hear. Uh, that my hearing could detect my very good roller coaster hearing. What? The road itself wasn't the safest one, for it snaked through a few rough and sketchy patches. Uh, then I could suddenly hear the roll of rubber tires over the asphalt. Keeping to myself, I blended it with the ivy <laughs> as a red roller coaster. <laughs> God damn it. I blended with the ivy as I watched a little car crest the small hill. Suddenly there was a loud bang, making me jump at the thought that it was the barrel of a gun. However, I saw that the small car had run over a sharp object in the road, but the vehicle was not just any other, other on the road, period. It was Claire's classic blue Thunderbird. I watched in awe as the car slowed to a halt and an aggravated Claire emerged to survey the damage, although she was clearly angry, a wave of relief spread over me. 
She may have had an impaired vehicle, but at least she was safe. Before I could emerge from my hiding place, Claire surprisingly climbed back into the car and drove slowly for less than three minutes until she was at the lot of an old gas station that had li likely sat since the beginning of the town's establishment. The station had far past its glory days and looked like those that were stationed off lonely highway exits or, d or uh, deep in the roughest areas of a city. The building was dated with flat stone exterior and worn shingled roof. <laughs> Bars covered the windows, which displayed brands of cigarettes. That's this is the whole book. Me. Brands of cigarettes and various beers. <laughs> the pumps were no different, looking as if they were no more than twenty years old, and two of the four wow. were out of order. <laughs> looking uncomfortable with her surroundings, Claire worked quickly in removing the tire and putting on a on the spare, which I had taught her how to do just in case. A man exited his beat-up old Ford that had been sitting in the dimmest part of the lot, which, with its many dents and scratches like the station, had seen better days as well. <laughs> he had a greasy face and looked to be none other than a part of the generation of trailer park trash. The man moved slowly, watching Claire put the donut tire on the rim of her Thunderbird before disappearing into the station. God. Careful not to rustle the leaves beneath my wheels, I edged forward and took refuge behind the station's old and broken car, broken car wash with rusted machinery, which probably provided a home for many small creatures. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> Why would you assume that? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, my God, As I tried to figure out a way to approach Claire, the shambolic man exited from the interior <laughs> of the gas station, carried the two bottles beer. However, instead of heading for his dilapidated and beaten truck, the man walked towards Claire, who had now begun to pump a bit of air into the tire. I could feel a hunch form. Something was bound to occur. It's better for corny. Hello there, little missy. The man, obviously somewhat intoxicated already, began as he leaned against the trunk of the car. Do you need a little bit of help or something? He was slurring his words and mispronouncing them in a heavy, oh, heavy southern accent, whatever. The young blonde nervously glanced back, shocked from his approach. Claire swallowed and began to finish her job. No, I've got it now. Thanks for your generosity, though. She sealed her tire and stood to get on her way, but the man pressed himself close to her, making Claire release a sharp gasp in shock as my eyes narrow in resentment. Then how about you and I go back to my place and share these beers? I've got a nice king size that we can... No thanks. She opened her car door to leave, but the man swiftly jumped before her and shut her door, making her yelp. Oh, come on, baby, he continued. You're too pretty to be outside this late at night. Oh. Come on back to my house where it's warm and cozy. Leave me alone, Claire insisted strongly. But the man paid no heed to her warning. Instead, he roughly laid a hand on her shoulder, sending a wave of fury coursing down my body. Come on, the man ordered as he shoved her in the direction of his truck. Claire slapped the man across his pitted face in defense. In rage at her resistance, the drunk man pinned her against the Thunderbird. Claire struggled as he prepared to do the worst, giving in to the urge to protect. A tearing growl ripped through my teeth, its deep and terrifying tones startling the man and Claire. What the hell was that? he uttered, his dazed eyes suddenly corrupt with fear. 
my love surely knew. She had heard my calling card just as many times as the authorities. I watched her body oh visibly God. relax with the realization that the game was changing and that the tables were turned. Railrunner, Claire whispered, the drunken man staring at her in confusion. Suddenly the man shook her shoulders. What? Who, who is... Not willing to tolerate his abuse any longer, I surged forward in protest, releasing an overdue roar. Claire ducked as my wheels plucked the man from his stance. Compared to the bodies of Fallen, the man was nothing but a defenseless little meat sack. Instinct took me over, sending my body into a gorilla-like rage. My teeth were in his face, projecting fear into his def oh. Project, uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, huh? projecting fear into his defenseless body. I could see his disgusting desires, the truth of what he wanted, making my anger boil. The man's fear was what I lived to feed on, the fear of an enemy. The image of my lover's frightened face, a beacon for my aid, <sighs> thrust my image, thrust my anger into uh. overload. I slung the man back under the truck, yeah? Uh, just confirming, oh, we're a roller coaster, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're a roller coaster. We're a red roller coaster. Okay, with, uh, sorry. Eyes and a face. It, sorry, I must. I must have just zoned out for a moment. I don't know why I would ever not realize this is a roller coaster. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a roller coaster. Of course. <laughs> I slung the man back to his truck, sending much more than a message to go back where he came from. His frail back hit the roll cage and windshield. Glass splintered the lot as his limp body fell to the ground, the man moaning in agony. I looked down to see Claire letting out a breath of both relief and shock. A smile slowly spread across her face as she gradually stood... Thank you, Railrunner. Claire spoke softly, still trying to catch her breath. Are you all right? I asked tenderly, bending down to her level, only to notice that my sudden impact had crushed the Thunderbird. Er, sorry about the car, I uttered, not knowing how she was going to react, but Claire only laughed. I'm fine, and the car was getting up there miles anyway, she replied as her soft hand ran over my cheek. I'm just so glad to see you. I've missed you so much. Uh, uh. So uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Uh, they, She gets on Railrunner un, unbidden and just climbs into his uh, fucking seat. and Because he's got seats down his back. And... Uh, <laughs> Climb into my seat, baby. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> uh. Yes, you're definitely a better ride than my car, Railrunner. Oh, shut up. <laughs> she giggled. No. Thank you so much. I don't know where I'd be if you hadn't shown up. <laughs> you're welcome, Claire. I chuckled. Trust me, sex was the only thing on that drunken fool's mind. She emitted a slight giggle once again. <laughs> yes, it would have had it would have to have been me that blew a tire in one of the roughest spots in Huntersville at three AM. Claire paused as she suddenly shed a few tears and leapt forward to put her arms around my neck. 
I'm so glad that you're here and all right. I was so worried after you left. She finally released me, making me notice a dark wet substance smeared across her shoulder and arm, throwing me into a state of concern. You're hurt, I began, cradling her delicate limb in my wheels. Claire's eyes grew, grew wide in alarm once again. She ran her fingers over the wetness, the moonlight revealing that the damp substance was indeed blood. <gasps> uh, Claire's hand searched for the incision. Railrunner, she began as she removed her hand. I'm not the one who's bleeding. Claire then pointed mm. at the gash on my shoulder, which I acquired only hours before. Ten inches in length and perhaps two in depth. It was a good blow. It's not only that... But your seat that I was sitting in was bleeding, too. <laughs> His seat was bleeding. <laughs> Claire paused as she warily edged closer to examine the cuts. They're nothing, Claire. Just a few scratches. I informed her, but she ignored me. Railrunner, what happened to you? I know the humans couldn't have done this. She spoke softly in a voice that could soothe even the most corrupt of souls. So, uh, he, um, they go back and forth going yada yada yada, it's alright, you're in danger because the guy that tried I tried to kill, I didn't kill, and then he, like, <laughs> kidnapped a friend of mine, and now he's gonna come after you. And she's like, oh, lol, whatever, it's fine, you're here with me. And he's like, yeah, I'm here for you. So they go back to her house, the sun rises, and he begins to change. Unexpectedly, my chest tightened in a vice, and shock of pain ran through my limbs. My organs rolled and shifted, signaled by the rising sun that it was time to dawn a second skin. My heart raced as my body shrank. As best as I could, I held in a scream as my steel Bones began to break and rearrange. My snout withered as black locks descended over my eyes. A groan escaped me as my wheels turned back into delicate fingers. I felt my frame become more rounded, more humanoid. My seats vanished, pulled back beneath my <laughs> spine as the final details occurred. Then the pain stopped. The details occurred. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boy. I sat up from the concrete patio to see that the sun had risen, its light highlighting my naked body that now seemed like Claire's feeble as a toothpick. Before I could take a breath to revive myself, I could hear footsteps coming from inside the house. I got to my feet quickly, slightly dizzy from both the change and the fact that I wasn't used to just two limbs. I sat down upon a chair of the small Bristol patio set, Placing the violet cushions over my groin. I smiled yeah. bashfully as Claire emerged from the house. She then looked up from the clothes in her hands, only to laugh at the awkwardness. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm going to backtrack just a little bit because there's one part I need to end this uh -huh. on. I absolutely need to end this on. This may sting a little. Claire warned softly, just like an attentive mother. I let out a hiss of dis in discomfort, only making her giggle like a young girl again. I didn't even touch you yet, she chortled. Now hold still. Claire delicately, 
delicately pressed the rag to the wound, making it feel as if a thousand bee stings sizzled deep within the flesh. I yelped, my wheels digging into the pavement patio. Claire smiled softly and patted my cheek in reassurance. It's all right, Railrunner, she whispered in her nurturing tone. Something that I loved to hear. I had always given in to her mollycoddling. <laughs> I let out a sigh as the pain dulled, and I could let my muscles relax. It's not so bad, I admitted. I've felt worse. It's just a scratch, really. Claire began to clean the wound thoroughly with the powerful disinfectant. <laughs> just a scratch? She beamed. It's a laceration. Though it may seem like nothing to you, it's still good to get the germs out. It helps it heal faster. She spoke warmly like a human as she continued to work quietly, careful not to arouse the neighbors. Excuse you? For several long minutes, I kept aroused the neighbors, kept to myself as Claire continued cleaning the, sever the several wounds upon my body. I turned my attention from the lightening sky back to her petite frame. Everything about her seemed so small, so very delicate, like a toothpick that could easily be snapped. I had to keep her safe. It would not take my enemy long to reach the real world, and hopefully he would not be able to find her. Claire then picked up a large roll of cotton medical wrap and hung it on her arm. Then she retrieved a feminine napkin and began to peel off the protective back. I could not help but let out a laugh. Yeah, me too. I think I'd rather have a bandage with unicorns, ah. rainbows, and smiley faces on than that, I snickered, and Claire rolled her eyes playfully. There's more than one use for them, Railrunner, she tittered, as she proceeded to press the padded side to the wound and wrap it with the cloth. They make great heavy-duty bandages, and the only ones that and the only ones that are your size. Claire taped the cloth tightly, then I then watched as she plucked a pen from the cluster of objects on the table and placed the tip to the cloth, beginning to scribe various, Im scribe various images of stick <laughs> unicorns, colorless rainbows, and several happy faces. <laughs> she then stood back to admire her work and get a good laugh at the same time. Just, Just because you now. asked... Uh, that, yeah. uh, that is uh, not the last time the feminine napkin comes up, by the way. All <laughs> dudes just want to fuck their mom, it turns out. I hate it. Mm -hmm. all, all dudes want to be a railroad. Uh, uh, sorry, a, a roller coaster. I mean, I just want to be a railroad. It's a masculine that... fantasy. Okay. <laughs> you know, this, um, this thing of steel to be transformed. <laughs> Thanks, Floyd. Uh, I love that she turns into a, a pregnant white roller coaster. Why has she got to be white? I, that's a good question. To do it follow up, feminine hygiene mm -hmm. products do not actually make good uh, emergency dressings. Do not use them as such. Yeah, no, don't. That's ridiculous. Don't do that. <sighs> so extra credit. What have you learned this past hundred episodes? <gasps> oh, a hundred, eh? Oh, hmm. The internet isn't helping, so... Yeah. 
Well, I said that at the beginning, so uh, something yes, different. I... God damn it. But that's what I learned. I'll <laughs> uh, have you know that the people in the first group answered sincerely. Okay, so I I have learned that people are always still people. Hmm. Yeah. Unless they're roller coasters. I kind of have a two-part. One is sincere, but slightly snarky. The other is sincere, sincere. Uh, the first being absence makes for hardcore fonder. And I just enjoy the podcast a whole lot more uh, in the more Aww. recent run of it. I, I forget when the more recent run of it started. Like, yeah. uh, in there with the Luna Wolf stuff and a bit before that, but... Yeah. Really, really dig those this period we're in yeah. now. And just my larger thing from still for being in this podcast, from making docs, from consuming real internet still, that even stuff doesn't make it into a doc. I learned that I still just love people and how weird they are. Yeah. Alright, my sincere thing is I've learned about myself that I will constantly be surprised by what people are willing to admit on a platform, a service that can't delete anything. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm mostly a private person in real life, so I'm, I'm constantly amazed by um, just like I, I don't understand people that like post like I, I really want to fuck a wolf and eat a pizza at the same time. <laughs> um. <laughs> Goals. Damn, I want pizza. <laughs> um, but, I'm sorry. Hashtag goals. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I've. I just. I'm. I guess I'm always surprised by people and what they will post. I don't know what unique mechanism of the internet makes it okay for people to post the shit they do. And I'm. I mean, I'm happy they're doing it. I'm happy they're vibing. I'm happy out there. There is literally someone that's like, but I do want to fuck a wolf and eat a pizza at the same time. Yeah, so I'm, I, uh, I've, I've, that's what I've learned. I, I've mentioned it a few times, but and storm a term from Shrieking Shack, but it's poster's brain. Just this people have a strong compulsion to just post. Yeah, I, I, just, I guess I'm just happy to learn that I can still be surprised even after the terrible thing Shell has me read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Uh, well... I've learned, not just from the, you know, the past hundred episodes, but even just tonight, I've learned that even as just so far as one's, like, existence on the internet goes, which can seem like a very fleeting and facile thing, just mm -hmm. as far as that goes, there's a very specific, like, story and path that everybody, that everybody follows on their own, like, to go from place to place and turn out one way or another. And, like, you know, like, some of us are very, very similar, and some of us are very different, and we all run into each other somehow, or we just miss each other at certain points. And we all <laughs> engage this really, this really kind of uniquely uniquely internet content this sort of constantly growing constantly changing constantly disappearing and constantly archived just pile of stuff some of it's good stuff a lot of it's bad stuff there's a lot of gross stuff too but like 
we all sort of have our own little, we've had our own little adventure to get to where we are in it now. And I feel like yeah. that is something very interesting about our generations, the generations that have grown up with the internet. Like, we've kind of, we've kind of carved out. Sort of millennial on down. Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we've carved out a very specific subculture. It's strange. It's unusual. We don't really know how to categorize it or study it or like the frame, the frameworks with which we would have normally approached, say, you know, uh, a life before like people acting before the Internet. It doesn't work quite as well. It doesn't fit exactly right. And we're kind of in a very unique situation, a very unique position, the lot of us that We've all ended up on top of the of top of the fence, and we're just kind of watching it. We're just kind of looking at all of it, and we can't close <laughs> our eyes. <laughs> I mean, God, I wish I could. <laughs> that that's always been the way I've seen my duties, just to see I, all this I shit. I find the variety of what's out there to be really joyful. I find it yeah. fascinating. I find it awful. I find it. I find it disappointing and I find it thrilling. Like, yeah, I, I just, and every time I try to go back out and like talk to people about other people, like if I ever end up talking to somebody offline about other people, I feel like, I, I feel like I have to leave behind a very, a very specific understanding, a very specific knowledge, which I think that some people would categorize as, you know, being too internet, but at the same time, it's like, well, these are interactions. These are what, these are things that people are doing. We are engaging in the world. Like, yeah. yeah. As, as weird as fucked up as weird as I can be a lot of times, like, these are something that is important mm-hmm. to us. Like, here's by dating advice, and I'm probably a horrible person to give dating advice, but fuck it, I always have <laughs> words, so... Can't stop this train wreck now. Choo-choo. Find a person who is as internet-poisoned as you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or you'll be disappointed. Yeah, because there will always be some part of you going, oh, I can't talk to them. This is a weird part of me, but it is such a big part of me, and I've already alluded to a fact that... Through a dozen accidents, accidents of fate, I, you know, met my best friend, I met my boyfriend. And specifically, the reason why me and my boyfriend got talking is we both have a type of broken brain <laughs> where we love reading just the mm-hmm. absolute worst uh, boys love yeah. comics. <laughs> Check out uh, Girls oh, on Boy and Boy, episode. Number, whatever. I love that one, too. I don't... <laughs> Which that was like our labor of love in many senses of that word. And that's all because I have been irreversibly internet poisoned. Yeah. And uh-huh. like, I think that it's just weird right now because this is sort of, this is the sort of uh, social like makeup that has not really been observed before. This is, this is something that we've, we've been taken part of and started. And I think especially after hearing everybody's stories here, everybody comes from a very specific but very uh, 
very a very specific very distinct part of the internet's early days and they've just sort of wound themselves together and we've all reached here and uh i'd like to say that i think we're bound together by that because we saw or experienced the truest possibility of the internet what do you mean i mean in terms of an anarchic sort of everything space of for everyone to be weird on like old blogs i love that shit it's all very yeah i think people who saw that malleable web are still chasing it and this is going right into tries uh territory uh check out her podcast unlike me it's on my list i have so many podcasts so i try oh thanks but it's interesting that the internet is like simultaneously shattering again tries podcast but also it's all merging together is we're seeing much less of these single purpose sites and these single purpose forms. Yeah, there are four websites. <laughs> yeah, and Not it's wrong. So, so it. I have a weird nostalgia for a place that never existed. Hmm. Huh. Okay. And like I don't know. I I miss old internet. Oh, yeah. And not just because, like, uh, the fucking idiots on social media. It's just, I miss hyper-isolated communities. Yeah. And we fucking see this now, how fucking all the communities are bleeding into other topics in just batshit insane ways. Um, I don't want to bring fucking politics too much into this, but fucking K-pop fans are doing some fucking shit right now. And... <sighs> It's fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um, wow. Well, I mean, if you guys are going to be profound, I was just going to say that I like the internet because I can go and write a story about a noir detective <laughs> and people are just like, I'm here for that, but can he be sexier? And I can say, yeah, that's why I included the devil with the Tosses octopus sticks or what the fuck ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for this, but could he have a companion? Could he perhaps uh, fight a Swedish accountant named Tax Kroner? I feel like he's not smoking enough. <laughs> yes. Uh, I also learned that my dogs will... Hey, could you write your friends into your terrible noir detective story? <laughs> um, I also learned that my dogs will behave, like, all week and not do anything. And then the night I'm recording something, one of them falls down the stairs and the other one gets stuck in a blanket trying to hide a piece <laughs> of gum she stole from me last week. Um... And then cry very loudly until I come down and gently take her out of the blanket and then immediately try to tangle herself back up. In the <laughs> She's just trying to get twisted. Boo. Anyways, go buy my free book, The Man Who Tips Fedoras. Yeah. I'm not going to... Check out her tabletop stuff, all that shit. The internet is... Don't. Wild and... No, I'm getting profound again. Yeah, check out so check out my show, Stories from the Inter dot net. more than ever before, the internet is just ephemeral and enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, yeah. Save stuff. You find yeah. one of those old. When you find one of those old things, you just 
copy paste and save that shit. I've got so many old things that like I just kind of think about sometimes, and I'm glad I have them. Also, like, don't be afraid to post your weird shit that you like. The internet, besides encouraging me to write bad noir fiction, uh, has also encouraged me. I've actually published a role-playing game that's very niche. Um, and I'm not going to tell people where to get it, but the internet's cool. And you can just post stuff. You should just post. Posting is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Posting is the last art form. Literally, the, one of the most popular things I've ever done is a niche roleplay game, and I couldn't have done it without the internet. So, like, do your weird thing and just post it, and if people find it and like it, that's good. And if people find it and go, hey, can you believe that this is a pen and paper game about Furry Vore, which is not what I made? I just realized the F-plus talk that he and I submitted, <laughs> don't fucking at me. Um, <laughs> but if people find it and make, like, jokes about it, that's cool, too. There's no such thing as bad engagement unless you're a bad person who hates having fun on the internet. Just go have fun on the internet. Like, the internet is a crowded city street. There's, yeah, lots of people walking past you on it, but also, by and large, people don't care about you, and that's mm -hmm. freeing. Just fuck it. Just, just go have fun. And you don't have to care about them, either. Yeah, it's the, both yeah. are very freeing realizations. They're once you realize that you can just post shit and like walk away, you become god of mm -hmm. the internet. Like, mm -hmm. I can, I'm going to go to Twitter right now and I'm going to post uh, the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing, and then I'm going to mute it and ignore I've, it. I've I've posted over 3,500 posts on Ball Pit in two years because I felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Speaking of which. That is where a lot of us ended up congregating, finding each other, and eventually cycling into the rest of the community one way or another. Uh, thanks to our, uh, you know, our inspiration podcast, The F+. Plus. Uh, if you want to, if you think our community sounds neat and you want to drop in, head on over to ballp.it. There is a $10 registration fee that you only have to pay once unless you fuck up and get yourself banned, which is really difficult unless you're an asshole come on down and just post just start reading you know get if you want get a feel for the for the place lurking first is never a bad policy but then just start posting what what you're saying is if you're an asshole there's a 20 dollars registration fee. well it, there's as many <laughs> as it takes and they will gladly keep taking your money but when they find it when they find you again they'll just ban you again so it's really it's good like like any like any secret society, just post, and we'll find you. <laughs> yeah. that's right. Oh, what is this conspiracy shit? I mean, that's more or less how we all wound up together. And really, you maybe you'll find some weird people that like to talk about this weird stuff with you, too. Who knows? Yeah. We, we say just post, but post being a stand-in for doing like no, whatever do the fuck it is you're into. If you have some weird piece of internet you found... Just fucking put it in a Google Doc and mm -hmm. send it yeah, in. Yeah, you can go down to the yeah, F right. website, and there's a section for uh, giving, for sending in docs. You can send one to us if you are so inclined. It, the website, I am told, finally, is docs at <laughs> thefmin.us. That's D-O-C-S at thefmin.us. Now, 
if you want more from us or if you would just like to maybe visit our website, that is T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S on its own. You'll find all of our episodes there. It will come alongside with the art and the episode descriptions and some descriptions of us, the, uh, you know, the readers. Hey, most of them are not Most of them are anymore. not computer generated anymore. I forget if I, I'm going to. You did. This is going to be a surprise for me. Is mine still computer generated? I have not. I can't remember. You submitted something, I think. All right. Well, it's going to be a fun yeah. adventure to find out what I submitted. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I might have. <laughs> yeah, you wrote it for me. Wrote it for oh, you. Oh boy, I should, I should, I should write one <laughs> off. Oh. T h a f m dot u s. Oh God, fucking type of question. Website. Julia. <laughs> My picture is just Steve's avatar with two bears. And if you wonder what that looks like, come on down. Yeah, come on down. You'll also find there, you'll find Chai's profile, and on, on her profile, there's a link to to her uh, page for Ephemera. That's right, and that's the way you should find it. Yeah, that's a great way to find it. For real, though, uh, post in the essay thread, your best list by the description for extra credit, and I'll pick the best one. And um, put it up there. That's the F list thread on something awful, and I occasionally look at it. Mm-hmm. I uh, look at it frequently. What yeah, something awful? The F plus thread. <laughs> yeah, it's called the internet, Chai. Um, Ooh. I look at the thread, but not at something awful. It's a delicate balance. <laughs> We've got to wind down now, you guys. We've been going for about <laughs> two and a half hours. So long. Too far. Way too yeah. long. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, listener, for being That's... my friend. <laughs> I'm going to start a cult. No. Oh, my God. Oh, can I'm I be in your cult? <laughs> yeah, welcome.